This is Tanner from Shadow of the Cabal, and you are listening to the Redemption Podcast. I have altered this podcast. Pray I do not alter it any further. Proud member of the RPG Academy Network. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system. With Chris Burlew as the GM in the droid R3A1. He just liked carrying things. Andy Fox as the mysterious Duros Isla Zarla. The younger general we met definitely seems like the kind of guy who throws off a cloak a lot. Kaylee Young as the Twi'lek Jedi Knight Corel. So we're going to take this ship to a bigger ship to get on a different ship that is smaller than the big ship, but a little bit bigger than this ship. And Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. The uh, important thing is that we stunned him. With special guests, Eric Osley as Kando. Richard Kreitz-Landry as Reese, and John Neary as Elar. Episode 413, Shell Game. Finally, the crew have a droid brain in hand, and it's time to leave the war-torn world of Ryloth behind for the safety of the Republic fleet. Safety being a relative term, what is the shadowy operator doing with R3A1's memories? The Republic seems to have things well in hand. Okay. Yes, we found the droid we're looking for. We are going to well, need a ride back. Well, we have the stealth ship still. Um, no, but we don't have a speeder, and we're roughly okay. half a day's travel okay. from the ship. Well, I'll go see if I can get us some transport. Yeah, if you can requisition something, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Maybe I can well, just get a lift to the ship, well, and then I can bring it back. We'll wait here. Okay. Krell turns and heads that way. Okay. You're heading that direction. Just as you get there, you see uh, there's one lone Separatist tank left, and the uh, Republic forces are getting ready to attack it when you see several Twi'leks come running up from behind and they climb up on top of it and they rip open the top and you see them pull the commander droid out and just start ripping him in pieces. And you can tell that all the Separatist forces have been dealt with by now. Okay. Uh, then I will run over to Obi-Wan and kind of, I'm just approaching him not in his blind side, obviously, but you know, just right. run over there, kind of slow to a jog and wait for him to... Like, stop whatever he's doing. He's given a lot of commands to different troops. You can find a convenient moment to kind of, not necessarily interrupt, but get step into, in there. Yeah, and Corel actually is trying very hard not to smile at him, but she stops and salutes him. He salutes back, looking a little confused. Master Kenobi! I didn't realize they were sending more forces here. Well, uh, Master Thal sent me. Uh, it's kind of a secret type mission type sort of thing. It's very good to see you. You are a wonderful distraction. I thought you were the distraction. Well, fortuitous how it works out. Nonetheless, um, I could use a favor. Uh, our ship is about 20 kilometers back and we're speeder and she points at the... A favor? Yes. Uh, uh, do you see, our speeder's currently... Well, it was used as an improvised explosive device and she points at the tank that's currently smoldering with a speeder crash into it. That was your speeder? Yes, that was uh, my team. Uh, I was not aware of that one. Totally improvised. They're, they're kind of you know. So wait, is it your team or were you just with them? Well, that was this your plan? Yes, actually. I have to say, I'm quite impressed. They're bringing the rest of the Twi'leks that were on that side over here to join the group. Uh, that's the last of them right now, trickling in. But we need a ride to get back to our ship. Do you have a speeder or a speeder bike I could borrow? About a half hour. Well, we are quite. Busy here, but I see what we can whip up. We may be able to get you a couple of box speeders. Would that suffice? That would be fine. Just need to get back to the ship, and then we can bring them right back. I'm sure we can arrange for a ride. Well, that would be wonderful. And Krell turns and waves the rest of the group over. 
thank you very much. Is there anything else I can do to help before we leave? I believe we've got everything in hand so far. Yeah, thanks again. Curl kind of turns and heads back towards the group. May the force be with you. You too, Master Konami! Alright, a short while later, a clone trooper comes up and he escorts you guys to one of the gunships. And they fly you out to your stealth ship, drop you off, and gunship leaves. And you guys are back on the stealth ship. When you walk in, 1-1-D-4 sees Tazi. Master. Is the pilot still uh, operational? He is stable and in a coma. Very good. Let's let's leave him there. Hold him in that position. Keep him in the coma. I have extensive experience keeping creatures in comas. That's not creepy at all. I'm sure you'll have no issues. Is anybody else creeped out by that? Don't ask. No, no, <laughs> guys, don't ask any questions. Just yeah, it, let's just say this is a reclaimed and repurposed medical droid. We'll leave it at that for now. Very well, Master. I can awaken him whenever you would like. For now, I will keep him sleeping soundly. Very good. Thank you, D4. Nods his head and walks back towards the back. Reese, should I get to work on these droids, or do we just... I'm sure we can get you a lab. Have one on our ship. No, just, yeah, well, it, it you know, take, them, take the droid wherever you need to on the ship. Start. Or you might as well start working on them now. We've got a little bit of time before we get back to the Republic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Come on, A1. Yeah, if that's okay with you guys, I, I don't know what I don't know what the plan was if we're going to a different ship. Well, no, we're I can, literally I can just bang this, this out right just, now. At this point, we are taking off. We are leaving planet. We're going to try and re-engage the stealth drive. All right, all right, sweet. And get back to the ship. We have to drop this thing back off, and I need to get to the crowds thing. Yeah. I've been away so, too long. So we're going to take this ship to a bigger ship to get on a different ship that is smaller than the big ship, but a little bit bigger than this ship. Mm, okay, so this is like this is like the mid-sized ship, you're saying. This, this is a slightly smaller ship. We're going to go to the really big ship and then get on the Kralitz Fang, which is... In the span of the ships that you've mentioned, this one would be like the middle-sized one. One of the middle sizes, yes. And then once we okay. get well, there, we'll we go all to know, We all know that size doesn't matter. It's how you use the ship. That's not true. It's actually much easier to pilot a uh, ship. A few seconds later, everyone feels the, the drives kick is in. This, is this a discussion that... I mean, this this sounds like a personal problem. And over the over the ship comes. Um, everybody better get seated. We're leaving. Unless you like being part of the back of the ship. Girl sits down. Uh, I've learned my lesson too, so I sit down. A one locks his feet down, and you pile it back up. Yeah, we grab a hold of something, and once you get up out into atmosphere, all of the separatist ships have been destroyed. The only thing currently orbiting the planet are Republic cruisers. And there are a couple of new ones. Wow, that, have that was fast. If the uh, if there are no more separatists, uh, then Tazi will refrain from using the actual stealth yep. mode of the ship. Yep. And you land back on the Resolute. So Tazi, um, the stunned guy. What are we doing with him? We're gonna leave him right here on the ship. Okay. Well, when we debark, I'll let them know that I had to stun the guy. I'll take okay. care of it. Don't worry about it. All right, then, uh... Okay, we're not going to kill him, though, no, right? We're not no, do- no, we're not Why would we do him. that? I would have killed him already if we were going to do that. What? I thought, thought you wanted to ask him questions. I just, I mean... You know what? You know what? I don't want to know. How about this? You guys what? take care of this ship and get everybody on the crowd's thing. Well, I'm going to go report to Admiral Yerlaren that we're going to be leaving, and I'll meet you on the crowd's thing. That's fine. I just, I, f- I, I've got I feel qu- bad for what he's been through. Well, I mean, we've got questions for him about the whole involvement with Isla and her family and, and all that stuff and his family and yes we've got those questions wait did he say something about my family Griff 
the uh, important thing is that we stunned him so we can turn him over to the Republic and then we can question him as much as we need to while he's in their custody. The important thing is we're not dead. That's also important. But regardless, we will turn him in. We'll let the Republic know what happened. And then you, Isla, you and I, if you'd like, we can go question him when he is in custody and behind bars and you'll be safe, we'll be safe, and we can maybe find out more information about your past, if you want to know. Well, I suppose knowing is better than not knowing. I mean, that's the reason he was going to... Look, the reason that he tried to destroy the ship was because apparently uh, there was uh, there was something that you had done in your past that directly affected his family. Um, and he was using this opportunity as a way to try to get back at you. Um, but at the end, again, we, I stunned him, so he's so that didn't work. We're safe. Everything worked out fine. Uh, I guess. I guess so. I mean, but this is the. I mean, again, you know, you didn't know. This is stuff that these things are going to happen, right? As as we run into or deal with more people, you know, there are going to be people that knew you from your past life that may not like you or may not have liked what you used to do or did, but it doesn't matter. Those old things are in the past. We just deal with them as they come. I suppose that is all we can do. So don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't stress. Everything's okay. He's stunned. The Republic will take him and do whatever they're going to do with him. But we should, we will still get a chance to speak to him. We'll get maybe some asking questions if you want to. If you don't want to speak to the guy, if you don't want to see him, we don't have to. That's up to you. I suppose, again, knowing is better than not knowing. I guess I just wish I knew what kinds of things we would know. Well, I mean, you can't. That's, I mean, we'll, we'll never really know, right? I mean, at least at this point. Maybe not knowing is better. I, 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 I don't know. I can't put myself in your shoes in that, in this case. It's. It's a little, it's a little different, right? I mean, you don't know what you don't know. I mean, yeah. So we could talk in circles about this for a long time. We could, we have. So we can continue to if you'd like. No, I think we should just go. I think at this okay. point, I am literally just attempting to buy time. Okay, no, that's that's fine. Okay, you guys are on board the Resolute. You've returned the Swift Bird. As we uh, as we debark, Tazi will let the. Uh, the security staff near the ship know that we have the pilot on board, stunned. He attempted to destroy the ship due to a personal vendetta and re- request that we may have access to him for questioning regarding that personal vendetta. They, they agree. And uh, 1-1-D4 goes with them to transport him down to the prison cell because he has to report on what's going on medically. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are heading back to the Crawlitz Fang or are you going someplace else? Tazi is going to head back to the Crowdsfang at the earliest possible moment because he needs to see what condition his ship is in. Okay. Krill just makes a cursory report to the Admiral and thanks him for his help and then just heads right back to the ship. Okay. A1 obviously goes back to the Crowdsfang. Isla, where are you going? I want to head back to Crowdsfang. Right. Reese and Alar going to the Crowdsfang as well? Um... Reese is actually going to make his way over to, like, the, the port or the opening in the, the docking bay and just sort of look down at the planet for a while, not say anything, just sort of stare down at it before um, heading over to the Growlitz Fang. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Alara would just be going to wherever they're going to extract the stuff out of the droid. I mean, if that's on the Growlitz Fang, then yeah. Yep, that's what A1 recommends because he already has a 
workshop, as he called it, all set up. And the camera cuts over, and we see Ilar and Reese walking onto the ship, carrying the droids. A1's standing at the bottom of the ship. He's looking at the ship, trying to figure out exactly how much damage has been done. And Zeke rolls up to him. Hey, A1! A1's dome turns slowly towards Zeke. Yes, what do you want? Oh, well, the Republic. They sent a message. They've got a problem that I think you can fix. Really? What kind of problem could you find that I could fix? Well, I was going by Bay 2, and I heard them talking, and the guy said, he's got a code that he can't crack. And I said, I know the best slicer in the galaxy. A1 looks, rolls up a little closer to Zeke, and this code? Oh, it seems that it's a separatist code, and it's supposed to tell them where troop movements are going. And the guy said he doesn't know how to crack it, but he'd pay big credits for whoever does, and let the Republic know that we solved it for him. A1 looks at him. We solved it for him? I mean, I mean, you solved it for him. You know, R3A1, member of the Kralitz Fang. A1 looks at him. I don't have a lot of time. is going to be waiting for me to work on the droids. Yeah, but this code could stop other troop movements and stop the Separatist attack somewhere. Just come with me and I'll show you. It, it, you're good. It won't take long. A1 looks to the side for a second, then looks at Zeke. Very well. Let's go. But I don't have long. And then the camera follows Zeke as he takes A1 over to Kando's ship. And we watch as the two droids roll onto the ship. Hey, he's right up this way. He's a really nice guy. Rolls into the room, which is the common room on Kando's ship. Zeke looks over at Kando. Uh, here he is. Kando is now wearing a white flight suit, like white on white. And his face has changed a little bit in that he's got really pronounced cheekbones and almond-shaped eyes. Dark black hair that he has back in a ponytail with a uh, like a white gold clasp on the back of his head. Ah, you must be the slicer that uh, is on loan to me from the Kralitz Fang? Uh, yeah, I hear you have a code that I can look at that you can't break. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, right this way. It's uh, I have it in uh, isolated in one of my uh, terminals. I didn't want uh, any, if it had any... Uh, malicious code. I didn't want it to have access to any of my other systems. So right this way, and as uh, Kando uh, leads A1 away in his other hand, behind his own back, he produces a restraining bolt, which he holds out for Zeke to take. A1 rolls past Kando, and Zeke kind of looks at Kando and looks at the restraining bolt, and then he rolls up and grabs the restraining bolt in one of his little metallic hands. And he looks at Kando, then he looks at A1, and then he waits until A1 is looking at the terminal, and then he rolls up real quick and slaps the restraining bolt right on A1's back, and he immediately activates it. And we see A1's body go upright, rigid, and you can hear the sound of the restraining bolt. And then Zeke just goes, I, I, I got him. Well done. And then Kando pushes a button on his belt, and a panel opens up next to where A1 was getting ready to start working, and his duplicate rolls out. And then uh, Kando kneels down next to A1 and begins to caress his side. Very, very nice, very nice specimen. The director will no doubt have some questions for this little droid. 
So what should I do? Why, Zeke, escort A1 back to the ship with a nice, fat reward for the crew. Okay. And offer them my thanks. Uh, will do. And Zeke rolls out with the new A1. The new A1 stops right at the top of the landing ramp, turns his head, looks at Kando. I will not fail you. Kando watches as the new A1 and Zeke roll down the access ramp, and he just smiles broadly and almost to himself, I know, I know, and smiles. And the camera cuts over. We don't have a lot of spare space on the ship, but you guys can bed down in one of the cargo bays. I mean... They... Or on, in the couch. They could use the, the couches on the, are, the lounge Are we area. leaving? Yeah, we're getting off the Resolute. Headed back to Coruscant. I mean, I guess technically we could stay here and, and, and I guess try and inject the code into these droids or extract the code from the droids. I'm not quite sure what we're doing with the droids. Uh, Alar, like what's the what's the procedure here now? Um, Would it be helpful if we stayed here, or do we need if we should we leave? That doesn't matter where we are. That's more up to Corel. It's her mission. Not, I mean, we've got resources here. All right, so it it sounds like we need to to bring. These guys and and Tazi kind of thumbs over to Alar and Reese. We got to bring them back to Coruscant. We needed to get the droids. We got the droids. We got them. Let's we'll debark uh, the Resolute here and and then we'll head back to Coruscant. You guys can start working on the droids during the trip. It's going to take a little while. We've got some time. Perfect. Okay. We'll do. Uh, before we leave, Tazi does kind of a walkthrough of the Growlitz Fang. Does everything? Did the Republic repair the ship while we were debarked? Uh, they repaired it partially. They couldn't get it all done because there's quite a lot of hull trauma. So. Uh, I would like to check the secret compartments for stowaways. Roll me a perception check. Just an average one. Uh, four successes, two advantages. Okay. Uh, you find Zeke. He's there. He was currently cleaning your room. And as you're looking around, the only thing that seems odd is you, you don't see D7 anywhere. The little seat droid. Um, hey Zeke, we're we're back and we're gonna take Hi. off soon. Okay, great. Is everything okay here? I mean, I know we took the medical droid with us, and it was just you and and Lizzie and the uh, the tiny little one, the tiny little droid. Yeah, yeah, Lizzie okay? was great. Great. How about that weird tiny little droid? D seven. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, oh, he has free will, so he decided to leave. Okay. I tried to talk him out of it, but he really wanted to go. Well, I mean, yeah, if you've got free will, I mean, of course. It's just we're on, we're in a weird place for a droid to leave. I mean, I, I could understand if you wanted to leave on, when we were on a planet or something. Well, anyway, thanks, Zeke. And Isla's gonna go right to Tazi. You're welcome. <laughs> Tazi, that little droid is gone, apparently. Wait, wait, what little droid? The D7 droid with the, the cloak oh, the, that oh, A1 the, had. The one he brought back from the gambling place? Yeah, the one that might have been, like, a significant other. We weren't really sure. What, uh, he's gone? Uh, Zeke said that he just decided to leave, but this is a weird place for a droid to decide to leave a ship, um, I think. I mean, it's a- Do me a favor, hop on the scanners there, and just scan the ship and see if you can find him anywhere. Oh, that's a good idea. Or any trace of him. Computers check. Just average. I washed out. You don't find him. I don't know. The computers don't say anything. Should we tell A1? Yeah, I mean, we definitely need to tell A1. Tazi will get on the comm. Uh, A1, can you report to the cockpit? Uh, yeah. He comes up a couple minutes later. 
Um, hey, buddy. Hey, How pal. are you doing? Uh, wait, well, do you want to tell him or do you want me to tell him? So, A1, uh, I guess D7 decided to leave, according to Zeke. Yeah, Zeke uh, told Isla that uh, D7 had free will and decided to leave the ship. Do you know anything about that? No. I mean, I was with you guys. No, I mean, right. like, I... Did, did D7 have free will? Oh, yeah, I told him he did. Okay. Anybody so... who joins our ship has free will. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm just, I didn't know... The extent of your relationship with that little droid, um... He like, just liked carrying things. You two made a cute pair. I mean, uh, I, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, but no, I just didn't... I mean, I was shipping you. I mean, I just didn't know. I didn't know if it was uh, something... I figured you'd find out, but I wanted you to hear it from us. If he left. Uh, okay. Can you, can you communicate with him? Like, do you have a channel to him? No. I mean, do you want him to come back? Or I mean, he really didn't do much around here. Well, no, I, I know, but you, he was carrying around your cloak and your hat and stuff, so... Oh, I'll just make a little machine that can carry it for me. Okay, all right, that's fine. I just then, you know, again... Wait, am I supposed to feel the same way about him as you did about K.O.? No, I, I, mean, I mean... We didn't know him but for a little while. I, I mean, I don't... I can't tell you that, um... I didn't know if you had formed a bond with him at all. Her, I mean, it, I have no idea. Um, them, them is probably them, good. Them, uh, they, I, I don't know. Um, but I wanted you to hear it from us that the D7 has apparently left. Okay, thank you. Oh, that, I guess I guess that was all. Um, uh, so, so yeah, sorry, sorry your friend left. And uh, hopefully you are not upset by it in any way. I don't think so. All right. Well, I mean, if you if you change your mind, if you find out you are upset, I mean, feel free to come have a chat. I will. Maybe if he'd gone on some adventures with us or to the bar or something, well, I'd feel I, different. I mean, but I mean, I mean, I get where you're what you're saying. I'm I'm just saying he's he's gone. So that is that is the reality we live in at the moment. Okay. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Sapphire when I brought her back. You guys weren't super happy, so I mean, he's just kind of there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I have right. some follow-up questions about Sapphire A1 at a later date. Just make note yeah, of that. If you, oh. want, if you want to have a conversation about Sapphire, I'll, I'll leave. I'm, I don't really need to talk about her. I don't need to be present for that. I cleaned up all the glitter. I know. I mean, we never got that smell out of the cargo pod. Well, that's Chaos' fault. Pod. That's Chaos' fault. And I, I totally agree. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, that was that. I think that went. Isla, anything else? Uh, no, that was that was it. I just, you all know. Right, yeah. So that was it. D7's gone. Everyone kind of stops at the door, and you can tell he's kind of processing it, and then he kind of rolls out after a few seconds. Uh, he didn't seem that torn up about it. Is it just weird that he left without saying anything, though? I mean, I don't think it's weird. I mean, he's he was pretty clear to us that he didn't seem to really have any attachment to him, so... And, and he didn't really have any... We didn't have anything else to say, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know that it's weird. You know, we'll check back. We'll check back in with him later. He'll. I mean, I mean, if he. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's not like he's going to go enlist with the Republic forces. Well, no, I, 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 I agree that it's weird that the droid made the decision to disembark here, but at the same time, I mean, who knows? Maybe somebody needs a droid to carry a gun around that's only like you know half a meter tall. I mean, he does telescope and get taller, so maybe, you know, maybe there's... Some... Yeah, I mean, the younger general we met definitely seems like the kind of guy who throws off a cloak a lot. That may be, yeah, definitely. 
don't know. It's weird. It's odd, but I'm not going to dedicate any more of my brain power to it. Yeah. Okay. Weird. I'm beat. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna hit the fresher, and I think I'm gonna lay down a little bit. So I'm just gonna go check on Lizzie. About this time, Carol actually passes Isla in the hallway as she walks up to the cockpit. Hey, Tazzy. We can head back to Coruscant anytime. They refueled us. Yeah, they. Um, I did a quick walkthrough. They. Um, they took care of most of the hull damage, I think, but there, we still have quite a few damage plates. Yeah, shows not to full. Yeah. Sure. Well, there's definitely yeah, because we ran out of parts, and they're probably shy on parts. So yeah, no, I, I didn't expect. I mean, I'm just happy where where we're at. Once we get back to the temple, we should be able to finish it. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in the fresh air, and then I'll, I'll get it. I'll we'll debark, and once we get once we get uh, hyperspace, I'm gonna probably take a nap. Do you want me to? I mean, so you can get some rest. No, I can. Uh, I've been away from the ship for too long. Let me let me at least get her out of. Okay. Get, let me get her off this heap and. Okay, I'll get, get everything buttoned up then. All right. We cut to the back and we see A one entering the little his little workshop. And Reese and Alara are there working on the droid. Ah, there you are. So we just need to look in here and see if we can find that code. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I'm. Uh, I've got it plugged in. So let's just see what we can do. You want to plug into the input over there and. Uh, Let's just, let's get digging. Uh, okay. And Reese is uh, just sort of standing, leaning against the wall with his arms crossed, just sort of watching it all happen. A1 just looks at Alar. All right, uh, we'll have to download some of its memory to figure out where we need to look. Sounds good. All right, cool. So Reese sort of walks over to him and kneels down. And again, like uh, like you had when, when they first saw each other again, he puts sort of the metal hand on top of A1's dome, and he's, he's quiet for a moment, and then he says, you said you had a recording? That that's how you uh, remembered all of this? Yeah, I do. It was sent to me anonymously. I am immune, that I don't really know why he sent it to me. And it's us? At Geonosis? Yeah, when we first met. Reese, are you sure you want to do that? That's all I have left. Suppose. Alar kind of, like, backs away. Can we... Can we have a copy of it for later? I can, but I don't know why you need a copy. You have the memories of it. It's been too long since I've seen her face. I could pull images out of it of her face. Wouldn't you rather remember her that way? Yeah. Yeah. And he, he stands up and sort of looks between the two of you and then just goes over to the side of the room and just sits down. A1 goes over to a computer terminal and... A few minutes later, he produces some images from that first video, but they're all just still images of uh, Reese's wife, and they're all the best images he could of her concentrating and the best images he can to capture her in the most positive light possible. Reese, I, I need your help over here. You got to lift this other side up. You know, I'm not, I'm not too strong. I need some help. Reese sort of looks at him, and he, he can 100% tell that it's unnecessary, but he nods. All right. It just, it's it's going to be all right. I guess that's all we can do at the moment, right? That's it. Let's just focus on this. Get to the next step. Yeah. Yeah. And he stands up and, and goes and, you know, like, picks up the droid so you can access a port. Oh, thanks. Uh, on yep. the back of it. That's perfect. Right there. Right there is perfect. And, like, you, you see him sort of, like, look over to where A1 is, has produced the images and and just look away. And then A1 looks, looks at Alar... Then he looks back at Reese. Then he looks at Alar. Then he looks over at Reese. I think that 
maybe your skills would be best utilized helping the Republic repair the ships coming in? Yeah, those gunships we saw were taking a beating. Yeah, we can handle this. Yeah, we got this. All right. You can stay here, Olar. I'll go find the deck officer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll start getting to work. And then just as Reese leaves, A1 looks over at Ilar. W- was that okay? I felt he'd be in the way. Did that sound like I didn't upset him? Uh, he, I think he's upset most, just like a generally upset most of the time. But I think it's it's fine. He probably would... I don't know. I don't know if he'd be into the stuff that we're diving into anyway, but so I think it was probably a good suggestion. Well, more concerned that he'd just be in the way, not so much interested. Ah, uh, he wouldn't be in the way. That's a little nah. But it's he'll he'll be more he'll be happier this way. I think. Okay. It'd be more to occupy his uh, his mind. All right, then let's get to it. Let's do it. So you see, uh, as they're sort of doing their thing, it cuts to just a really quick scene of this, like, really tall, like, you know, uh, green twilight missing uh, a Leku going, deck officer! As Reese is asking for the deck officer, a uh, clone trooper points over to a Torgruta that is there. And you can tell that this is a youngling, probably a teenager, and she is directing... Uh, the troopers, as ships are coming in, and she is coordinating repairs. And he points you over to her. So, uh, Reese is walking over, and he has a bit of a quizzical look on his face until he sees the lightsaber on her hip and realizes uh, that she must be a Jedi. And he, he walks up and introduces himself. Hi, I'm Reese. What can I do? I'm a mechanic. As you walk up, you notice she's sitting on a crate. And she's got a data pad, but she's not really looking at the data pad. She's kind of looking a little past it. And it takes her a moment to register that you're actually there. And then she looks up. I'm sorry. Did you need something? He pauses for a moment to kind of look at her again, sort of struck by how young she is. And says, I'm Reese. I'm I'm a mechanic. Is, is everything all right? I, I'm sorry. The battle on the planet, it took a friend of mine. Her and I went through the academy together, and she was part of the troops that were with General Kenobi, and she died as the troops were caught between two separatist forces. He crosses his arms and just sort of nods for her to continue. Just trying to figure out and make sense of it all. We got warning that the troops were coming up. But it was too late. I I don't understand. If we had soldiers back there, why didn't they stop them? It's... It's an ugly thing down there. Yeah. And it's not going to get any easier. I'm sorry for your friend. My master says we're not supposed to feel loss, and we're not supposed to have these attachments, but it's hard. I'm, I'm trying. My daughter is going to be learning the ways of the Force, and I hate to think what giving up those attachments might mean for her, but maybe it will save her some pain. I don't know. I hope she can stay out of the war. We're... we're trying. But it's already consuming so much of the galaxy, it's hard to imagine how or when it's going to stop. Yeah, I just... 
I don't understand why this is happening, and my master says if he had been there that this wouldn't have happened. Hmm. Do, do you know what it's like to lose somebody? Cause he looks away for a moment, and you see him sort of just swallow a little bit um, and and turn back to her. Yes. Yes, I know what that's like. I'm also afraid that more people are going to be lost. We won the first victory, but there's several more to go on the planet. And we need brave people of action to go down there. And we're running low on those. <laughs> My brother-in-law and I were, were here to do just that. You just have to keep going and, and, and fighting, knowing that you're building a world for those who will come after you. It's for people like you that we're doing this. She nods her head yes. And then there's a, a moment of silence. And then she kind of shakes her head side to side and then looks at you. I I'm sorry. I'm burdening you with my problems. Y you said you were a mechanic? Yes, it's it's all right. I, I don't get enough practice being a good father. So maybe if I can help at least one person today, that... That will make up for some of the things that I'm not going to get to do over the next few years if I live that long. If you'd like to help, we could use you in Bay One. Sure. She stands up and starts to walk past you, and as she stops, she puts her hand on your arm. Please don't let your fears stop you from taking action when it's needed. He smiles and nods. And then she walks away and starts directing people again. And he turns around and starts walking to bay one and stops for a moment looks back at the Crowlet's fang and just shakes his head and laughs to himself a little bit and then keeps walking all right the camera cuts over to tazi and isla you guys are checking on the repairs on the Crowlet's fang this is how much longer we have i know there was a lot of panels to replace and yeah i mean there's there's some welding that needs to happen, but I have a feeling we're not a very high priority right now, which I can't really blame them for. Oh, well, uh, can you weld? Probably. Can, can you show me how? Sure. I mean, there's no use in standing around waiting. Right. If we can do it ourselves. You know, I bet Zeke can weld. That seems like a pretty normal function for droids. Um, I'd prefer to do that myself than to have Zeke do it. That's fair. Okay. I mean, you know, I just, I just, I don't really, don't really trust him, and this is, uh, this is my ship, so, uh, you know, let's... Yeah. Let me go get some tools, and I'll probably just check in on Lizzie really quick, because Zeke was taking care of her. Okay. Little scene of Isla going inside. She gets some welding equipment. Uh, Lizzie seems well-fed, sitting in her cage, looking good. Wearing the little Jedi costume I bought her. Yep. She's adorable. All right, so we see Isla come back out and starts teaching Tazi how to weld. Uh, camera cuts over to uh, Ilar and A1 in the back of the Crowlet's Fang. We see that they've got uh, some of the B1 battle droids. they got about three of them, uh, heads open, wires plugged in, and they're typing away on the computer terminals. God, A it's, A1, it's like I remember it's like I remember the moment when we were, when we were doing this. It's crazy. Alar has like he's got two data pads open and his like right hand is going back and forth between the two as he's manually going into the droid. Let's make a computers check. We'll both roll. To do that. We are trying to slice in against somebody else's computer skill. So we're gonna go two reds, two purple, and two black dice. 
and give yourself a blue die since you've got the video recording and you've got something to look at kind of work off of. Okay, one blue. Now, I also have, I get to remove two black die. Yep. All right, I'd like to do that then. Uh, I got this once per round, may take a master slicer incidental to suffer two strain and decrease difficulty of computers or other slicing checks by one to a minimum of easy. You can. That just removes one of the purple dice. One of the purples is gone. Oh, oh a triumph, a success, and a threat. Nice. Okay. Well, A1, he has seven successes. What? How is that possible? Because he rolls four yellow dice. Oh, my God. No, he, he rolls four yellow dice and a blue. So he has seven total successes, five threats, and a despair. So A1 looks over at Alar. So I figured some stuff out. It looks like the Separatists learned that on Naboo, if they had one main station that commanded them all, that it would fail easily. So they have actually programmed each droid now to have kind of its own individual thoughts, but not enough thoughts to act completely independently. It looks like they still need commands from higher-ups. Yes, and man, I I had forgotten we did this, but we totally hit all this underneath this inane uh, emotional protocol thing here. Look at this. It's right here. They, they, they either they couldn't remove it, so they didn't even bother trying, and they just they left it here. Who the hell is Roger, I mean? It's like an internal tormentor that we named Roger. A1 looks over at what Alar is showing him. Oh, yeah. It looks like we tied it in with their vocabulary. So they couldn't get rid of it, because then they wouldn't actually be able to speak and communicate. Pretty criffin genius. He taps yeah. uh, A1 on the, on the dome. Yeah, this is interesting. We did a very, very good job. We did. Especially under all that stress. Yeah, Alar's head drops... Remembering that day. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to hack into all of them at once. But it looks like we could reprogram them to do what we want them to do in small batches. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would imagine if a plan was put in place, you could do this over a large scale. That would be, We could send this down the network, and everybody could have this. It could spread. Or the process, I mean. We could have the process, and we could send it down the line, down the chain, up the chain... And, uh, yeah, I mean, it would, this would spread like wildfire. We could do this. This could turn the tide. Yeah. We should tell somebody higher up. Yeah, who? Who's higher? Uh, why don't, why don't we just go to the bridge? Why don't we just go to the bridge? Yeah, what could go wrong there? Nothing. Hey everybody, it's Chris. Just wanted to let you guys know we got involved in a very cool project. I'm going to go ahead and let Tess from the I Am Here podcast tell you a little bit about it. Yes. Hello. International Podcast Month, or IPM, begins on September 1st and is a wonderful opportunity for podcaster cross-promotion, celebration, and a sharing of love and listeners across the world. This September, listen as over 75 diverse podcasters across the audio drama and RPG podcasting communities bring you daily unique episodes featuring content specifically created for IPM. Additionally, you can read about the podcasts that we love, the reasons we podcast, and what we love about podcasting throughout the month on the IPM blog. You can find the blog, the episodes, information on giveaways, and all the folks involved over on internationalpodcastmonth.com or follow on Twitter at PodMonth. So stay a while and listen. We're so glad you're here.
We were proud to be involved with this project to help celebrate diversity and inclusivity in all gaming. The episode that I DM'd will be released September 15th. It'll be released on the I Am Here, which is I-M-H-E-A-R podcast channel. I had a lot of fun doing the episode. I had Jason from the Mouse Guardians podcast playing a really entertaining Chadra fan. I had Kyle from the Tavern Tales podcast playing a really fun Ortolan. And I had Keekers from the Splinters of a Broken Sun campaign playing a cool Salonian warrior. So please check out the episode that I was involved in on September 15th, as well as all the other shows and their website. This is a really cool event that's going on for the entire month of September, and I encourage everybody to take a listen. Thank you. This episode's Patreon backer is Rob Geeb. Rob, if I pronounced your name wrong, I'm really sorry about that. Just tell us and I'll correct it someday. But thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Uh, hey, it's A1. Just wanted you guys to know that Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Anybody ever wants to get a hold of us, the ship's comm code is at Redemption Pod. Uh, plus, don't tell anybody, but I put a Net page up for us. Uh, it's redemptionpodcast.com. And uh, if you can, get on your datapad there and like us on iTunes, Google Play, uh, maybe Stitcher, or whatever other podcatcher you use. Uh, it'd be nice if other people could listen to us. And if uh, you ever want to support us and maybe throw us some credits, uh, you could visit patreon.com slash redemption. I promise I'll use your credits wisely and won't go gambling. Really, I won't. Don't look at me that way. A1, who are you talking to? <clears throat> ah, goodbye. See you next time.